Hello and welcome to KLE Podcast, and this is your host, Sean Smith. This is where you the message is not your ordinary church message. This is about kingdom leadership. Today, uh, I've designated sort of Tuesday as Teaching Tuesday because um, I, I began to felt, feel like it's necessary to for us to begin to have a time where we actually study the Word. I mean, everything that we're doing Hopefully, and we trust God is actually grounded in the Word of God, and and I try and choose the interviews from people that that understand that have a love for God, doing something um, in that vein, and and definitely are Word grounded, you know, grounded in the Word of God. So I I do try and, and maintain that. I cannot, you know, <laughs> I cannot be responsible for everybody's views, and um, I I try and keep a very open open heart and unconditional kind of uh, situation without being weird. But it's uh, Teaching Tuesday, and, you know, the Bible says that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And, and so it's not all about knowledge, but we do need knowledge of the Word. <clears throat> so today I did something that, um, because there's a lot of been a lot of misunderstanding regarding the apostolic so I started, I did a live video in um, in the Facebook group, um, Kingdom Leadership Equipping, and it was, it turned out to be just over an hour long, understanding apostolic <clears throat> leadership. So I wanted to do, um, just, you know, put parts of that onto the podcast as well. So, but I've broken it up into, into sections, so when it ends rather abruptly it's because we'll pick up there next week next week and tuesday and you'll catch some more of that so if you're not part of the um, facebook group then this is a good place to get it here and if you are part of the facebook group then it's a good place to download it here and maybe listen to it a few times take out your bible take out your highlighter take out your notebook make some notes and let the Spirit of God speak to you concerning what I've been sharing. This is very important because this is foundational. This is a part of the foundations of building the church, which is really you and I. And we need to understand how this works, how this gift really works. All right. So in as we enter the, the teaching right now, I pray that your heart will be open, your eyes will see, your ears will hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you. Have a good evening and enjoy the teaching. God bless you. Today is Teaching Tuesday. Yesterday was Mentoring Monday. Today is Teaching Tuesday. And so just in the light of something that uh, we are doing next month, which is an a, a apostolic encampment, I thought it would be good to actually do a teaching on... And it's definitely not going to be comprehensive. I'm not going to be able to cover everything. But I thought I would cover some of the main points because there's a lot of misunderstanding when it comes to apostolic leadership, what it is, what it's not. And uh, I've tended over the, <laughs> over the years to offend some people because when they think they're apostles and, uh, and they're not, uh, then, you know, it uh, upsets the apple cart a little bit <laughs> when you try and correct the thing with them. So I thought, you know, I'm going to teach it anyway and just bring it to you. Normally I do it in a small group with people that 
are open to teaching, open to understanding, open to learning. But I thought today I would just bring a, you know, bring it across on a wider field to the whole group. Great to have you with me. Uh, Shay, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good to see you. Uh, well, see you. <laughs> see you on <laughs> Good to have you with me all the way from UK. Um, all right. So, yes. Yeah, so, understanding apostolic leadership. And I'm going to pop over to my notes here because this is probably one of the, the most, mis in fact, all the gifts are misunderstood. So, um, I think there is so much religion woven into it, so many concepts of men, so many traditions and forms that have in rules and regulations that have entered the the giftings that that it just it has become absolutely crazy on what it stands for, the effectiveness of those gifts, etc. Now let's understand something first off is that Ephesians chapter four verse eleven talks about that, uh, well, in fact, let's go there. Let me go to my Bible, um, and, um, and then we can, we can read it straight off there. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, and it says, He gave some apostles, some prophets, some as prophets, some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ. So those gifts, that gift, he says that he gave some, and if you back it up a little bit, he says he gave gifts to men. That word gifts there is doma, D-O-M-A, doma. To make a gift, to be a gift. So he makes certain people to be gifts, to be a gift to the body of Christ, all right, for a specific reason. This is not for ministry, as we understand ministry, but this is for one ministry, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. If apostles or prophets or evangelists, pastors or teachers, if any of them are not equipping, equipping is the Greek word kata, K-A-T-A, tismos, which means to repair, kata is intensive, tismos means to repair and prepare. If, if, if these gifts, these Doma gifts that have been given to the body are not uh, repairing and preparing the saints for works of ministry. In other words, if they're not working, using, applying their gift within the body of Christ to equip the saints, the, the church or the saints or the body of Christ does not mature. It does not grow up. It does not become what it's supposed to be. So we need to understand is that those gifts are absolutely critical for equipping. Nothing else equipping. And uh, <laughs> so from, from what is going on here? I'm clicking on all the wrong buttons here. Okay. So, so um the equipping is the effectiveness and the functionality of these gifts. You, you minister as a believer. When you go outside of the body of Christ, you're a believer. You're operating in believer's authority. Not in apostolic authority okay, or prophetic authority. Those gifts, Doma, I'm speaking specifically Doma gifts now, are for the equipping of the saints. For nothing else equipping 
of the saints. Okay, you understand? So they work to equip the saints for work of ministry. Now that sort of functions out of there a little bit. But let's have a look a little closer at what the apostolic is not. Apostles are not over churches. Apostles don't gather a whole bunch of churches under them. And now they preside over churches. They don't have that kind of authority. I love what a, 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 one, one um, guy taught is that those are pastors of pastors. What they're doing is pastoring pastors. That's really what it is. So they're just a bigger capacity pastor pastoring other pastors. They, it, that's not the apostolic. One day I preached in a church <laughs> and I preached that um, I didn't know. I didn't know. You know, they asked me to come and teach on, uh, on the apostolic side. God gave me a word which was true and false apostolic. And so I spoke about um, true apostolic. And at the end, I said, if a pastor plants his own little church, sets up his own little thing, then takes his brother-in-law and plants another church somewhere else, that doesn't make the, he cannot change his name on his door to call himself an apostle. You know, and unfortunately, the pastor had done that. So needless to say, <laughs> I wasn't welcome anymore um, because, you know, he, he was now seeing himself as some authoritative figure with two churches under him. Therefore, he is now an apostle. You know, wrong, wrong, wrong. Dysfunctional. Doesn't work. Not the order of God. So apostles are not over churches. Do you, if you go read the book of Acts, Paul never planted one church. Go and look. In fact, what he did was he connected with people, influenced them, ministered into their life, and what happened was they planted in their home or wherever. They planted the church. <laughs> so, so just something to think about. You can go read it and study it out for yourself. The other thing is apostles are not gatherers of sons. That's empire thinking. You know, I've got sons here, sons there, sons everywhere. That, you know, apostles don't have, are, are not sun gatherers. Apostles direct people to, to, um, to the Father as sons of God. That is really what they do. They redirect everybody. They defer, if that's the right word. They defer all, everybody to the Heavenly Father. That's what real apostles will do. They'll never, ever possess anybody. When Paul talks about my son, whenever he talks, about, he uses that word. The word there is technon, and it's dear beloved ones. John uses the same word, etc., um, etc. Et it means it's, it's a term of endearment that he would use to express to the people of God that he worked with. You understand? But he never claimed anybody as ownership. There's no ownership that's empirical thinking immediately. It sets you up over others. Is like, I am. And now, I had a spiritual father. I called him a spiritual father. We journeyed together as a spiritual father. But he never postured himself over me. That was the beautiful thing. That was one lesson he taught me. Not by what he not by what he taught, but by how he was. I never felt less than him. I would sometimes 
posture myself in in um, in honoring him. I would posture myself in respect to him and give him the 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 first place. I never try to usurp him. Never try to you know show how great I am in you know over him or whatever the story is. Even though he would always refer to me as the te you know in teaching, he would allow me to teach. Because that wasn't his gift, but he never postured himself over me. And that was beautiful. It was, you know, it was, it was just amazing because I never experienced that from others. Others always made me feel less spiritual. He never did. He always made me feel more acclaimed, you know, more, more spiritual, more, more, he empowered me is the right word. He always empowered me to be a son of God, to be the gift that God called me to be was awesome. It was really, really powerful to walk with him. So uh, apostles are not over churches, are not gatherers of sons, and they're not a hierarchical position. We've got this idea in the church now is that apostles are this, you know, nearly like a pope kind of archbishop kind of thing. Is they over everything, you know, hierarchical, the boss, the lord, the, the king, the, you know, the dictator. It, it's, it, there's no kingship to this. Um, the Bible talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, it says, first apostles, secondarily prophets, that is not a progression of hierarchy. That is a progression of priority. And we'll bring that out now, now, is that um, we need to understand is that the apostle is the first to go in to actually lay the foundation. Many buildings are being built without the, the right foundation in their life and in, in structure, in, in building, planting churches, developing ministries, etc. The apostolic comes first, then prophets, then. not because they are greater than or because they are over everything. It's because of the order of priority, because of their gifting and their function. What they do puts them in priority first. You understand? It's not not because they not by rank, not by superiority, not by hierarchy, but because they their function, because their gifting. And because of, of what comes out of them is to, to lay the foundation and set it first. Now, that's why pastors of pastors can't do that. Pastors of pastors will be nice. They'll always nurture. They will always care for everybody. But they won't be building. They won't be laying the right uh, blueprint for the future. We'll get there. I'm a bit ahead of myself. So that's what... Um, that's what they actually do. Hi, Regina. Good to have you with me. Um, so that's what apostles are not. Okay. They are not. Uh, they are not hierarchical. They, they, they're not pastors, definitely not pastors. And they don't um, gather or possess people as their own. They are not. There's no ownership to anybody. Always bothered me. Always bothered me. It's like you've got to be owned by somebody, you know, if you're not of, and this is something that, that Paul addresses in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Let me read this quickly. Um, exactly. It's, it's just simple building a house. We, we need to get it. And I'm going to get some more to that. Um, yeah, absolutely, Shane, because you come out of, uh, it's, 
you, you understand more of this, but that's good. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Nick, good to have you with me. All right. So, um, Paul says this, listen, in, in, uh, well, I'm in 2 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and he um, talks like this, and he says, when one says, I'm of Paul, and another, I'm of Apollos, are you not mere or natural men? In other words, you know, you're just carnal. You're just like every other person out there who's not part of the body of Christ, because you are you you're creating these divisions. And he talks about you. You're men of the flesh. You're still carnal. You're babies in Christ. You you you, you just you're not getting it, you know. And he says, "What then is Apollos, and what is Paul? Servants through whom you believed, even as the Lord gave up gave opportunity to each one." They're just servants. You know, if we can just get this in our mentality, in our mindsets, Dharma gifts are not super spirituals. They're not better than, superior to anybody else. They're just a gift given for a task within the body of Christ and, and uh, are just servants through whom you believe, even as the Lord gave opportunity to each one. So the opportunity is, is that as you or I are in a situation and people believe because of what we do or they develop because of what we do, that's just because the Lord has given the opportunity, not because we're some fantastic people. That, that is the, 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 the bottom line of it. He says, verse 6, I planted, Apollos watered, but God was causing the growth. God was causing the growth. No, no, there's no super, super duper in this. It's like... We've got the super mentality in the church is this hierarchical, it's still papal, it's still Rome. And we need to, we need to, you know, one guy one day met, met with me and he says, you have got no mandate, you've got no right, you've got no authority. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, you cannot come in here and take over the church. And I said, let me help you with something. There's nothing in that church that I want. <laughs> nothing. There's no title, there's no position, there's no, there's no money, there's nothing that I want, nothing. I said, but you know what your problem is? And he says, what's my problem? I said, you think like this. You think you have to attain some pinnacle, some um, empirical king, kingship place above and over everything. You think you have to position yourself over people and over churches. You cannot do it. I said, you know, the thing about it is kingdom is this. Kingdom is like this. There's no super spirituals anywhere. There is uh, respect for one another. There's honor for one another. And governments lay within eldership, not in gifting. Okay, so I've said it. There we go. Now, let's have a look. Let's go back to the notes here a little bit. Are you still with me? Are you still happy? I mean, you know, the, the, the beauty of, of, um, of Internet is you can leave any time and nobody will know. <laughs> so um, if you don't like it, well, you can just leave and nobody will know. All right. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit about what apostolic, we're already into it, but apostles, the apostolic leadership, the apostolic gift has authority. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 8 says, For though I should boast somewhat more <coughs> excuse me, of our authority, 
which the Lord has, I'm reading slowly because this is copied off Esau and it's got all the, <laughs> it's got all the, the, um, the little codes for the Strong's Concordance. So bear with me. It's not that I can't read. Okay. So uh, let me read it out of here. It's much better. Second uh, Corinthians 10 verse 8. All right. It says this. Second uh, Corinthians, not 1 Corinthians. It's also good. You know, 1 Corinthians, <laughs> it's also good. Okay, so so 10, what did I say? 10 verse 8. Okay, for even if I should boast somewhat further about our authority, which the Lord gave for building you up and not for destroying you, I shall not be put to shame. So the authority apostles have, because it's equipping, they build up, they don't tear down, they don't destroy, it's not demolition services. And there's, you know, there's this, this other extreme of the apostolic that thinks they have to break everybody. I mean, my encounter in 2003 with, while we were um, in our ministry was uh, an apostle, so-called apostle that I trusted and I respected. And I opened up the, the, uh, the church to him because I... I, I didn't know much about the apostolic at that point in time, and I thought he would come and build and repair, and he would come and set things in order. What he did was, he sat with me and he said, "You need to, you need to close everything," um, and that came on the on the back of if if I send everybody to you, the money will go. And then he he, he spoke to his um, deacon and he said to the deacon, um, he needs to shut everything down and come and uh, and uh, sit at my feet and learn from me and uh, you know at that point in time i knew something is not gonna go well here and then he began to dismantle everything around me and destroyed the church over the next two three months just destroyed everything and so we were left with nothing and so you know after getting over the grief the the the, um, <laughs> the 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 pain the disappointment the hurt the woundedness the you know all of that and it took a while because nobody nobody could help me you know not emotionally nobody knew how to help me in leadership and and that's why I'm so focused on helping leaders recover get out of you know move on get unstuck get back to where they are helping them establish and affirm themselves i'm big on that that's my passion now because out of that whole dark dark period that i went through um i had to rediscover what is the purpose but the whole thing about it was i also discovered i studied and i looked at the spirit of what this gift is about i'm going that is not the way it's done this demolition derby kind of thing is just got run through. And if you don't do what I tell you to do, I'm going to demolish you. Well, that doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. And so, uh, you know, there, there needs to be some kind of balance in this thing. And that's what, what I'm for. I meet these people all the time. That's, a, you know, ap apostolic conferences. And it's all about who can shout the loudest, preach the most, you know, as some super, super duper revelation or other, um, somebody who's got more churches under them than anybody else and or, or more sons under them than anybody else. This is, you know, I've got a Greek word for that. It's called, it's just rubbish. Okay, this stuff is not 
godly. It's not of God at all. So, um, hey, Mark, good to have you with me, buddy. So we need to get this thing clarified and we need to understand what this is. So over the over 10 years, God began to deal with me and I began to study out the scriptures and understand not just what, what it says, but what is the spirit of it? Because we need to understand what is the spirit of it. And as I met these apostolic people, I began to see there was so much dysfunctionality in this whole affair that that we I can now we can understand why there's no order in the church and why there's no why the church is not impacting the way it should because everything is out of order you know is like we we've not got the rank of we not the rank we haven't got the priority of apostles prophets evangelists pastors teachers coming in and and setting the right order within the house it's not happening so um, we need to understand is, is apostles have authority, but it's not to destruction. Okay. The word authority there is exousia. Exousia um, in the Strong's says it's uh, uh, capacity or competency or freedom or mastery. Um, it means delegated influence. In other words, it comes from heaven. And it, it's influence to influence. So I love what, what uh, was being taught in Jubilee um, 